0: Closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsay Patterson. Presented by OrthoCinci, the orthopedic authority.
1: Back another episode of On the Sidelines. Myself, Lindsey Patterson, and Molly Watson in studio because there's no off season for the Cincinnati Bengals. We have one of the biggest and best fans, Bengal Jim, in studio. How you doing? What's up, guys?
0: Good seeing you. It's
1: good to see you in your bright orange Bengals hat. Hey. I love it.
0: Got to represent no matter where do I go. You,
1: I, do you always have something on?
0: Every single day. Every yep. single day. <laughs> wow. I love it.
1: I put one on because my hair is a mess right now. Oh, and I thought you <laughs> did that for Jim. You know, I should have. <laughs> I should have because I am wearing a Bengals Super Bowl hat. But I want to go back to that because obviously it's exciting. The future Joe Burrow 2022. We'll, we'll get down to all those questions in just a moment. Back it up to the 2021 season. We don't have to live week by week. But just that experience in January from wild card to the Super Bowl, what was that like?
0: It, it was the most amazing sports time of my life. <laughs> it was uh, the only thing that went wrong uh, during that period of time was that last minute and a half of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- to see, to go on the road, to go to Kansas City and go to Nashville, to see the amount of Bengal fans that actually came to the game, I mean, 20-plus thousand easy at each one of those games. And, and for me and my kids, uh, my family, And uh, every other Bengal fans never got to experience a home Bengals win. To get that Raiders game here at home gives me goosebumps thinking about it. It was was an emotional time because I have never cried and hugged so many people in my life at that game. Mm -hmm. It was was an amazing experience. I'm so happy for the city, so happy for the fans. So many people never got to experience that, right? It's been 30-plus years. So it was an amazing run, just an amazing run.
1: I want to go back to and stay with the 2021 season. I think one of the coolest things that we could see on social media from the Bengals Twitter page was when they announced you as the 2021 fan of the year. I think it brought tears to everybody on social media and it was just one of the coolest things because the year you win fan of the year, you get Super Bowl tickets and this team goes to the Super Bowl. What was that feeling like when you found out you won the award?
0: So they did that early october they officially posted like october 21st and I'll, I'll never forget that day i just i'll try to be quick on this but i remember them calling me friday said hey jimmy I want you to come down we want to do a quick interview just give your thoughts on the season how think great things are going at i was like okay nothing out of the order we've done these type of things before just got doing some game day experience footage with a bunch of other fans down there so i get down there and they start walking me down in my section and all of a sudden i see like camera down below me camera to my right camera to my left I see a cardboard cutout of C.J. Uzama, and, and I get down, and all of a sudden, this, the Jumbotron pops on with C.J. Uzama talking to me, and I, when they announced me as fan of the year, that was good enough. Then they said, you're going to be ruler of the jungle for the Kansas City game. That was enough, and then Elizabeth Blackburn and Houday walk down with a giant Super Bowl tickets, and tell me I'm going to the Super Bowl. I lost it. I absolutely – I'm not a crier, but uh, my friends to this day still mess with me uh, about me crying uh, the way I did that day, but – They would have cried, too. That's Yeah, how
2: can
0: you not? Yeah. It it was an amazing, amazing... At that point in time, it was early October, and I remember them walking me up to the ruler of the jungle stage and platform, set me in a seat, asking me a couple other questions. I just remember making this comment, I will never go to the Super Bowl unless the Bengals are going to be in the Super Bowl, and I can't wait to see Joe Burrow throw touchdown passes to CJ Uzama. I don't know if I truly believed that at the time, because I thought we were maybe another year away, but, man, it just... All the stars and moons aligned so great for it. It was just an amazing – that that day, though, when they announced that, I just – my first call when I got out of there, I called my wife in the car, and I was still crying. <laughs> it, was, it was it was awesome. It was That's an awesome, so awesome thing. It, the, the burden of, of representing Houdet Nation. There's so many thousands and thousands of great Bengal fans out there, and here I am representing the fan base. I was just proud to be able to do that.
2: And you really – and I know you're going to – because you're so humble – and kind but you really are genuinely just one of the nicest people and I think that makes it even that much Better you being the fan of the year. It's the coolest thing. So Bravo. I, we to you.
0: Appreciate it. Thank you What's
2: your earliest memory of being a Bengals fan?
0: So I guess I'm an old dude I was uh, my mom and dad were never big football people So I remember my I was probably 11 years old 1981 11 or 12 years old and I just turned on the TV to watch football one day I, and that was the first game of the year Against the uh, Seattle Seahawks I'll never forget the game because Kenny Anderson had an awful first half they were losing 21 nothing they benched him they put in Turk Schoener to second half the Bengals come back and win and Ken Anderson goes on to win MVP the Bengals go to the Super Bowl that was my first experience watching a game for the first time in my life at 11 12 years old and I've been hooked ever since Wow
1: Oh, that's, that's really cool. I-, I love that. You mentioned Elizabeth Blackburn, and I think some of the biggest things, it's wild how everything just works out in the same season from last year when they announced that they were going to have the Ring of Honor. Elizabeth was really behind that. The reason, One of the biggest reasons why it happened this year for the first time ever, they do that. They have all these cool events. They're really engaging with the fan base. They have it over on their social media channels. They go to the Super Bowl, and they win. Can you talk a little bit about Elizabeth Blackburn? and what she's doing for the front office
0: i'll tell you one of the things that um that i was hope years and years i really didn't like that they really didn't tie a lot of the Bengals' history into what they this franchise i know they haven't won super bowls but there's more history within this organization than most any other nfl franchise and these past two or three years what they've done with tying the history of this organization and these players um and all the, the younger generation now that had never seen some of these guys play like Isaac Curtis and Ken Riley and Ken Anderson and Lamar Parrish most people haven't seen these guys play but to be able to educate these guys and, and them bringing and tying the history into everything today is one of the most exciting things I've seen the organization do in a long time and and you're right Elizabeth Blackburn it's not just tying the history there she is responsible for a lot of the positive things you see going on within the organization
1: I never thought Katie Blackmore would be on Twitter, but the Fridays leading up to every playoff game, she was in her spirit. I loved it. I never thought the Brown family, and I know Elizabeth has a Twitter account, but she's never going to tell us who she is and, and what she's reading on there. So I find that really funny. You talk a little bit about the history of the Cincinnati Bengals. It's year two of the Ring of Honor. For me personally, I think everybody's different of who they think should Uh and who's going to be in. I say Willie Anderson and Chad Johnson just because that was my demo growing Uh up. I think they've done a lot for the fan base. And Willie should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, it's silly that he's not already in there, one of the best right tackles in the NFL. So I think they should be in the Ring of Honor. And I also think Dave Lapham should be in. And just go ahead and put him in. Just say, you know what? He deserves to be in there. Put him in, honorary mention. And then also add the two ring of honors for me, Willie Anderson and Chad Johnson, who should be in this class.
0: This is really hard. So all those names you mentioned, LAP is part as part of this organization more than anybody else you could ever think. So I, I agree with you. I love LAP. And everybody we just talked about, Deserves to be on that ring of honor, everybody. So let's be very careful. I'm going to be very clear. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard. So here's where I'm at. I mean, I do think Willie getting in the ring of honor does help because he, he's he, the air pointed in the right direction for him for the Hall of Fame. And the Bengals recognizing him in the ring of honor this year does help that cause, in my opinion. Um, you know, my two votes, just to be very clear, was Isaac Curtis and Lamar Parrish. Um, not to say Willie and all these other guys aren't deserving, but i just don't want you know you got the two oldest players uh on the list isaac curtis and lamar Parrish, game changers in their era um they're in their 70s guys and and you know i don't want another situation where we have a ring of honor and we've got the family there and not the player uh, like we had with ken riley so that's why i'm i voted for Parrish and isaac but i think at the end of the day just hearing a ton of folks saying exactly the same thing you said lindsay i i do really truly believe uh that, uh it will be Chad Johnson and Willie Willie Anderson getting in. I think that's where I'm, I feel at the end of the day uh, that's what's going to happen. But, you know, that's what I was hoping. They might do maybe three or four uh, this year, but they can't put everybody in at once. So that was my vote, Isaac and Lamar. Uh, but uh, I really do think Willie and Chad probably go in this year.
1: Molly, have you been to his tailgate before game day? Okay,
2: so I know it's <laughs> epic. I've seen pictures. I've seen videos. I have never been to a Bengal gym
0: Tailgate. You just wait. You're more than welcome this okay, year. Okay, I'm we, coming we, this year. It's gonna have, be big. Yeah. We have literally, we have literally had thousands of people at a tailgate. Um, uh, we've already been planning. We we spent eight hours planning a couple weeks ago. We've got. Uh, I can throw this out now, guys. We have got the trailer park floozies playing at a tailgate this year. Nice. Uh, we have got uh, um, Camp Wash and Chili has donated 300 conies for every game. Um, Gomez's Tacos is coming down for Opening Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Brown Burgers bringing 500 burgers down for Game Two. Uh, just Cuen's bringing a bunch of. Po- we have got so many local great uh, restaurants uh, going to be involved. 16 Lots obviously uh, is bringing down a bunch of the Ken Anderson Day drinking and lager uh, down there. So we we have got to figure out how to make more room <laughs> down so there.
2: So where are you usually set up? Where's your tailgate so, at?
0: So it's a uh, south south of the stadium, okay. uh, Maring Way lot E which butts up against um, the park is where we're at okay so literally we're done we sit in the south end zone section 158 literally we pack up and we're not even maybe 50 yards from our seats from oh, the tailgate perfect. area perfect so we already have uh, confirmation of some people who have boats that are going to be docking by our 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 tailgate this year early in the year uh, when it's still boating season this is going to be big there's other surprises we got Ken Anderson going to be there Icky Woods going to be at some games we've got some other major announcements coming but it, it's to us, tailgating with friends and family, and you hang with people you probably would never hang with uh, outside of football, right? But it's the pregame. Um, have some fun with friends and family, people you don't know. Enjoy yourself. Uh, setting the tone for walking into that stadium and, and enjoying a football game. It, I, I promise you, as big as these tailgates, as fun as that these tailgates have been over the years, Man oh man, this this year is going to be off the charts. We're we're excited about it.
2: Well, and because we're all still, I feel like we're all still buzzing from yeah. them, even just you know being <laughs> in the Super Bowl this year. So it's like I'm still just like I love the Reds. Baseball's fun. I love baseball. But yeah. I you know, but I'm like Bring let's it go out. football. It let's see, go. <laughs> I
0: think Lindsay said it doesn't feel like the season's actually over. It's I just, agree. It no, just, yeah. yeah. Orthocincy Orthopedics and Sports Medicine has eight convenient orthopedic urgent care clinics in Kentucky, Ohio, and Indiana with convenient weekday, evening, and Saturday hours for fractures, sprains, strains, and more. Orthocincy's dedicated orthopedic specialists will treat your sports, work, or everyday injury. Just walk in. No appointment is ever needed at Orthocincy Orthopedic Urgent Care. Plus, you'll spend less time and money than going to a crowded ER. Learn more at orthocincy.com. That's Orthocincy with a and
1: one of the things I like to talk about, because obviously you mentioned you've been around this team, you've been a fan for a long time. We talk about Joe Burrow. I will never forget draft night because obviously we knew they were going to take Joe Burrow with the number one pick, but social media, everybody out there, they, they didn't believe it until they heard his name and just the excitement that night. I don't think I went to bed until like midnight or one in the morning yep. just because there was so much to do, Zoom interviews with him and, you know, really getting to meet him. And every press conference, he just amazes me with what he says and what kind of leader he is. It's crazy to believe it's year three for him. What do you think about Joe Burrow and what he's doing for the city and team?
0: He he's a game-changer. He it's just uh, I mean, I mean, I think everybody probably heard that news conference the other day where there were some questions thrown at him that There's no football player that could be prepared for some of these questions that got thrown at he answered them without hesitation I, I mean he, he's a leader of man. I mean this guy is a special guy and I, and I don't want to dig too, too deep in this comment but we got the stadium lease coming up here uh, not that long and I, I truly feel we got to make sure we keep Joe healthy, but Joe Burrow is going to save this team here in Cincinnati. That's how I that's how strongly I believe this guy is special across the board may not have the strongest arm may not be the fastest guy but when you're smart and sharp and the football IQ this guy has and and people love him not just the fans every one of his teammates absolutely love this guy. That's the intangibles the the things you can't measure sometimes and uh, he's got it all
2: did you guys see while we're talking about social media uh, the little exchange between him and Odell Beckham. Did you see that? Yes. Oh, uh, everybody what you, saw that. I know. I know that was a big – what do we think about that? Is that
0: – I, You know, at the end of the day, I don't. my personal opinion is we've got three solid receivers. I mean, really good receivers. If Odell comes on the cheap, I I, I don't know. I, I doubt it happens at the end of the day. But uh, it, why, why mess with the chemistry you have there with the team? But him and Joe might have a, you know, they you know might, that, that LSU connection yeah, there. Yeah, yeah,
2: the LSU. Yeah, we were kind of joking about how – like drama kind of follows him sometimes. Yes, I don't know if I so want that. I, I, Do we want
0: that? He <laughs> had it in New York. There was in Cleveland. Now he wasn't yeah. in. Uh, he wasn't in L.A. very long. He got to the Super Bowl, obviously, right? But yeah. there does seem does seem to be a little drama that. But but you know what? What what's interesting? We talked about the Patriots for all those years where they took quote malcontents and somehow they conformed to that. Maybe that maybe that's the culture we have here now, because Zach Taylor's been preaching that mm-hmm. for years. You got leaders on this team that wouldn't let those type of things happen. I so who knows? This is yeah. this is an interesting dynamic we have on this team, that's for sure.
1: It really is. You mentioned Zach Taylor and I always felt like Zach doesn't get enough credit in this city. And then obviously 100%. he gets Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow deals with injury, they come back and he leads this team to playoff wins and a Super Bowl appearance. What do you think about Zach Taylor?
0: Um, Zach Taylor Obviously with Marvin here, I, I, we love Marvin. Marvin oh, did a great, great. job, yeah. great guy, did a lot of stuff in the community here. But it, it was obvious we just plateaued with, with Marvin, right, to get to the next step. And there were some culture issues there, right? When You know, we had some discipline issues and it was obvious. It was the first thing he addressed. I mean, I think every interview we've ever heard from, from Zach Taylor early on has been culture, culture, culture. And uh, he stuck to his cards and he's built something where most people outside that organization didn't believe that. Those guys bought into it, he got them to buy into it, now look where we're at. So Zach's a sharp guy. Um- I, I love Zach Taylor. I've I've loved him since day one.
1: Yeah, training camp's around the corner. Our fans back at training camp because Molly and I we need to go. <laughs> we need to just take it all in. Do you know any information? Inside scoop?
0: I I, I don't. I'm sorry. I should have prepped for this. I could have <laughs> got some scoops for you. Guys. <laughs> I got, yeah, get some scoop. Right. Do
2: we want to just do a big tailgate? Let's do a practice yeah. tailgate.
0: You know what? That's a great idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great idea.
2: I feel like you guys should probably you know practice a, practice a little tailgate, bit. You know? know. that's right. It's not like you've only done this a million times. That's right. <laughs> that's right.
0: We we have. We have we have tailgated every home game since 1993, even Jeez. even during COVID. Remember the opening day in 2020, Joe oh, yeah. Burr's first game. Oh yeah, was at at the stadium and nobody was in a nobody there. Yeah, we couldn't park in any of the city or ca- county run lots. So I have a customer who had a private lot uh, down there, uh, and uh, we fit 45 cars and 100 spots. We had a giant jumbotron set up. Uh, we had social distancing involved there we still tailgated that day and uh it was it was a drive-in basically uh tailgate we had we had food trucks down there it was amazing so we have not missed a home tailgate uh since 1992 we've been doing it since 93 so. incredible that is uh,
1: they're busy people trying to camp right around the corner but you have a big event a week from absolutely. Saturday what's going
0: on so um one of the things that we as a fan base uh, struggle with is How in the heck is there only one Cincinnati Bengal in the Hall of Fame? Anthony Munoz is the biggest no-brainer probably in football history to get in the Hall of Fame. There's so many other deserving guys like Ken Anderson, Ken Riley. We still feel Lamar Parrish, Corey Dillon, Max Montoya, Chad Johnson. I'm missing some players. There's eight uh, legends that their legacies need to be protected in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So last year we started an event called Jungle to the Hall. We took... um, 200-plus, maybe almost 300 Bengal fans, and we rented a tent out on the grounds of the Hall of Fame, probably 30 yards from the front door. Willie Anderson showed up. We had a lot of video from Elizabeth Blackburn, um, former Bengal players, and we celebrated our Bengal legends up there. Uh, It was an amazing event. Um, Our goal around this, we'll talk about the actual event on the 25th, but goal around this, really, at the end of the day, we talk about this locally here a lot, right? So last year, we had dozens of national media pick this up. Dozens of national podcast us up. So that's what we want. We want conversation around the why behind us because it's not just us who disagree. There's other um, people outside the city that absolutely agree uh, that there should be more than one Cincinnati Bengal. It. So it's just bringing awareness and celebrating these Bengal legends. We're doing it again this year. We're doing it June 25th, which is not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. We're doing it at um, the old in-between bar, uh, believe it or not. Uh, one of the owners of the Blind Pig, O'Malley's, and some of these other restaurants and bars they own they have gutted this thing out. They've knocked down walls, put up giant garage doors. It is going to be amazing. So we've got enough room in there for about 300 people. We're selling t- tickets to that, $10 a person. Those, uh, any proceeds go to three separate charities, uh, Ken Anderson Alliance, um, the Ken Riley Foundation, and the Cincinnati Music Accelerator. The anything, any tickets sold, those those uh, profits are split with those three particular charities. Uh, we've got Bob Trumpy, we've got uh, Dan Hoard, we've got Dave Lapham, um, it's going to be a blast. We've got an event, it, it goes from 4 to 7 o'clock, so 4 o'clock is kind of a welcome. 4.30 to 6, we're going to have a Legends scavenger hunt downtown Cincinnati. Uh, oh, like where there's going to be certain things and you don't have to participate in the scavenger hunt. There's going to be people staying back having beers at the bar. Uh, but we're going to have some fun time with a legend scavenger hunt. We've got the the map already planned around how we're going to do that. Then from 6 to 7, we're going to have that program. We're going to give away a lot of door prizes. Cook Sporting Goods just gave us a bunch of stuff to give away. Uh, there's other folks donating some things for giveaways as well. So to, to hear and just us talk about these legends is all we're doing and we want to get some more just like we did last year Um, when you got national people catching this story and talking about it we had four uh, Hall of Fame voters we had on our podcast uh, last year it's just very interesting because what's very frustrating about this there's obvious bias we all have biases about things right and it's obvious uh, there's bias and if there's no reason how does Ken Riley two years ago go from a finalist in the following year, not even make a final. It makes no sense, yeah, whatsoever. So, hey, we're just gonna we want to make sure these legends their their legacies are going to be continued to talk about and pushed as long as we're here. Um, that's what we want. We want to make sure. You know, now you have the Hall of Fame who have um, they've increased their seniors from one to three now, so they're going to be putting three. And so, I think there's a very good chance you're going to see Ken Riley and Ken Anderson get in here the next few years. And I think Willie Anderson is not in that senior category. But I think Willie Anderson's moving in the right direction, is why I think there's a pretty good chance at some point soon he gets in. But we want to continue to have conversations about these guys um, as much as we can.
2: Is there a website link for this? I, I would
0: just tell you uh, we have an Eventbrite. Um, okay. Set up. I can link it. Any the, any of the yeah. social any of the social media platforms we have, we've got a pretty massive following on Twitter. Uh, it's at uh, Bengal Gems underscore BTR, stands for Before the Roar. Same on Facebook. Same on Instagram. Um, we're close to selling the event out we really have to so people out there are talking think they can just show up that day you're gonna have to get your ticket in advance uh, because we just can't open it up to have five six hundred people in there but um, it's gonna be a great event it's gonna be we're gonna have fun with it just like last year It was an amazing event last year but we're gonna have a lot of fun celebrating these Bengal legends
2: I love that what are your ex- uh, expectations for the season this year
0: um, you know uh, Super Bowl win undefeated <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> season um, <laughs> You know, I they've improved. I mean, how, how do you how do you take you you add three stud offensive linemen to your team? I think as much as I love CJ, I think we added a tight end that's a way better route runner, better hands uh, than CJ, and I love CJ. Uh, and we added some significant death, depth depth at in the secondary with three or four guys that have sub four four speed, long arms, athletic. Those guys, if they're not starting, will be um, helping with some depth, and they're going to be helping on special teams. This team has improved. Uh, now, again, just like every team, y- y- every team is going to deal with some injuries. We might have some positions we're a little thin at uh, at the end of the day, so we got to make sure that maybe we build we, There's still time to add some depth, but at the end of the day, we got to stay healthy because I think this team uh, is built for another run here.
1: Yeah exciting stuff happening it's right around the corner football season but a big event a week from saturday make sure you follow bengal gem on twitter go ahead and give your handle again even though i feel silly to even mention that because everybody knows who you are
0: it's at bengal gems with an s uh, underscore btr before the roar
2: i love that before the roar. Yeah. Love it. It's, it's going to be here before we know it, you guys. Hootay, baby. Hooday. Uh, Thank you so much, Bengal Jim, for coming in and being our guest this week. On the sidelines, all brought to you by Sensi Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We will be back in a few days. Hootay.
0: day, guys. Thank you.